When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Tennis. Let's, can we play this off the top of the bat for BP, Dan? Uh, this is the audio of Sabalenka talking about her current superstition. We just like to do weird shit, guys. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we just started this. <laughs> I mean, I just did it before the first match, and after after I won the first match, I just told Jason, it's my fitness coach. I told him like, well, I guess it's a routine right now, and he's like, he's really, he's not happy with that, but he understands everything. <laughs> a little superstition, maybe. I mean, I think so. Yes. <laughs> All right, we've been talking superstitions this morning, BP. Uh, have you got any superstitions of your own? Ooh. Morning, guys. Um, oh, probably a lucky, lucky socks. Yeah. Okay. Can I ask you a question? If you're turning up the the um, sound on your remote on the TV, does it have to be an even number or ending in five or zero? <laughs> uh, if I turn down the sound on my TV, uh, what would be an acceptable number for the sound on your TV? Or are you just a normal or are you just functioning human? It? No, I'm I'm just freeballing it. I'm going up. Have you heard I'm of any up. athletes uh, I, um, in round tennis that have strange? Oh, Rafael Nadal. Oh yeah, the well, guy's he's got a, to pick his undies five times. Yeah, he's the obvious one. Line up his drink bottles. There'd be heaps cetera, in cetera. tennis. I bet you. What are we, what are some weird ones, BP? Yeah, he's the extreme, isn't he? Yeah. yeah everything. You won't, you won't walk on the lines. Uh, drink bottles have to be straight. Uh, you know, two towels, one in either corner. Um, yeah, he's probably the absolute most extreme. Uh, <laughs> off the top of my head, I can't think of any. Um, but, uh, yeah, they're all a bit eccentric at times, the uh, the tennis players, in little things that they, um, you know, they do out in the tennis court. They've all got their routines. And, yeah, but Rafa... Um, Rafa is definitely the one who stands out more than anyone else. All right. We're all struggling after no sleep last night, BP, because we're up watching the Demon. Uh, Let's talk Alex Demon or thanks to Wilson. Experience the ultimate summer of tennis with Wilson. Yes, Alex Demon or. Well, it was a... Unbelievable performance uh, to, you know, take a guy like Andre Rublev to uh, five sets. In the end, you know, a bit of an anti-climax, losing that uh, last set six love. I mean, once he got himself into that two sets to one lead, you know, won a couple of really, um, really tough tiebreakers. Uh, we didn't probably expect it to go the other way so dramatically. I mean, we knew there'd be a response from Rublev in the fourth set. Um, but to, you know, only, uh, only win three games in the last two sets, 
Yeah, it was a bit of a surprise. Um, but look, it had, you know, some unbelievable ball striking. It had, you know, some incredible rallies. I mean, these guys hit the ball so hard, just working each other over. I mean, it depends how you like watching a tennis match. I mean, it didn't necessarily have, you know, the variety. I mean, Rublev's a bit of a stand-and-deliver ball basher. And, uh, you know, Alex is, you know, um, obviously can go with these guys, which has taken him to uh, 10 in the world. So it was, it was a huge opportunity. But it just goes to show, you know, Rublev's had... He's two years older. He's been in the top 10 for longer. He's played some of these bigger matches at the Grand Slams. I mean, he's played in nine quarterfinals at the Slams. So down the stretch of matches like that, that stuff sort of counts. And he was just able to dial into just another level that Demon Orr's aspiring to get to. And he might be there in 12 months' time if he can consolidate his spot in the top 10. So, yeah, unfortunately, um, he couldn't quite see it through. But it was, yeah, it was something to call uh, <laughs> last night. It went, went for an eternity. BP, what could he do? What? How can Alex Demonor get better? Is there a limit to him? Because we know he's 24 now, so naturally his body is developed and he's certainly bulked up a lot more in the last few years. Like the difference when you go side by side from some of that footage a few years ago, it is really noticeable. The, there is no lack of effort there. Like even saving, you know, match point towards the end, he was just – Trying to trying so hard. There's no, there's a great attitude there. Does he just not have the power? And what what more could he do? Well, he'll get better because each year he's put been putting on some muscle and he's um you know he's hitting the ball certainly harder. But if you look at last night, I mean, his fastest serve of the tournament's been I think 210 k. So the players left in the draw going into yesterday, I think he was 17th fastest. So. Yeah, no doubt he can beef up the serve because if you can get free points, it does make it easier to get through your service games. Uh, look, I mean, look at Rublev last night. He was absolutely spent. I mean, every player, the asset is every player knows they're in for one hell of a battle when they play Alex. So, you know, psychologically, that, you know, that you have to really dial in for that. And it means you're playing closer to the lines because Alex is stretching. You know he's going to get to everything. Um, so that's why he's in matches. In order for him to get to the next level, yeah, certainly, um, certainly there's the the power aspect. Um, you know, getting more points off his uh, first serve. You know, I'd love him to try and serve volley more at times, but you've got to come in on the back of a really good serve, so he'll grow confidence. I think he did it once during the tournament, and you know, the, the, the biggest stat in tennis is the zero to four shot rally. So he's got to be able to start dominating those, so you don't get into these grinding. You know, nine-plus shot rallies, which the better players, you know, certainly can win. So, look, it's it's all little little things. The, the foundations are there, let me tell you. The foundations are strong. And let's hope he can consolidate his spot in the top 10 this year. That's going to be the first box to tick. The Aussies are done now in the singles. Are there any Aussies we can pin our hopes to for the doubles, potentially, BP? Well, Storm Hunter, yeah, she's still there, the world number one uh, into the quarterfinals with uh, Katerina Sidiakova, the Czech Republic. So they're uh, partnering up. They've won uh, titles before. So Storm is in a good spot. You know, her and Maddie Ebden through to the next round in the mixed doubles. So she might have a dream week, uh, yeah, potentially going all the way in both. And uh, Coco Goff and Jess Pagula, the top seeds, you know, out of the doubles with uh, the injury to Pagula. So it's opened up for a few pairings. But, yeah, Storming is our best chance. I mean, after a good run in the singles, uh, you know, doubles is where she's excelled in the last uh, 12 months. So, yeah, let's hope she can keep going. What would you make more money for? Uh, doubles in the women's or men's or mixed doubles? Uh, no, the conventional, yeah, men's and women's doubles. Uh, more yeah. prize money there. The mixed, uh, 
don't get as much. Um, and there's not as many pairings. Obviously, there's the, I think it's, a, what is it, a draw, 32 draws, so 16 pairings. Um, but it's some handy extra cash, you know, for those that have sort of bowed out early in the tournament yeah. or who don't go and have great runs in the singles. At least, you know, there's a bit of mixed doubles. They can earn some money as well. How many games would Storm be playing if she was in women's singles, women's doubles and mixed doubles? Wow. Yeah, well, gee, once upon a time, you know, go back to the great Margaret Court era, a different technology, different style of game. But, uh, you know, Margaret Court was playing um, all three formats regularly. You know, 24, what, singles title she won. She was always playing. That was the norm uh, back then. Obviously, it's much less now because it's just too taxing uh, to play. But, yeah, if she had to kept going in the singles. Normally, um, you know, if, if you're having a great run in the singles, you might, you know, withdraw from probably one of those other two or maybe even both to concentrate on that. But, yeah. We wouldn't have known uh, wouldn't have known the answer to that one. <clears throat> Can you tell us a little bit, BP, about some of the um, stars in action today? Carlos Alcaraz, in particular, he uh, is obviously uh, seed number two, and then we've also got interesting matches: Verev and uh, Nori as well. Yeah, look, last night on SEN, I had um, Stephen Huss uh, in the box with me, uh, two thousand and five. Wimbledon doubles champion. He's doing some work on the in the Norrie camp and just said he is feeling really, really good. I mean, he's had a great rise the last two years to be inside the top 20. Uh, won a couple of tough matches here. And then, obviously, he's very, uh, you know, he's, he's dealing with a lot off court at the moment, which is a lot of publicity around that. And, you know, it seems like he can sort of um, separate that to getting in the heat of battle on court. You know, Zverev probably starts as the favourite. It's a huge opportunity to get into the quarterfinals. But, yeah, of all the matches uh, today, uh, that one's probably got the you know the biggest longevity um, to decide a spot in the quarterfinals. I could probably see that one going to, going, to, going to five sets. Who are you supporting now, BP, now that all the Aussies are gone? <laughs> well, you know, I think certainly on the men's side, um, I mean, look, Djokovic, outright favourite, absolutely, by some margin. So I'm just keen to see, you know, uh, can Alcaraz deliver? Uh, only beaten him at Wimbledon, but this is the hard court of Melbourne where Djokovic has won 10 times. You know, that's the challenge. You know, Sinner to this point has been unbelievable. Um, I, I sort of look at Andre Rublev last night, and he's a character. I mean, he's highly emotional, and but he's one it's of the okay. great characters of the game. He's going to be in his 10th... Uh, he's going to be... Yeah, it's all part of... He just wears it hard on his sleeve. He just wears it out there, and I... I don't know. I think that's, you know, if you're in the heat of battle playing, um, you know, that sort of high-level sport, um, it's hard to contain all the emotions. But, mm. you know, he's going to his 10th quarterfinal. I'd love to see him break through. He's never won a quarterfinal at the Slams in nine attempts. So I'd probably like to see him, you know, go through and uh, maybe make the final for the first time. All right. Enjoy another massive day of tennis, BP, and we'll chat to you tomorrow. Thank you, team. Cheers.